Every good and excellent thing in the world stands moment by moment on the razor edge of danger and must be fought for. Thornton Wilder, The Skin of Our Teeth, 1942 I want to know what it says. The sea, Floy. What it is that it keeps on saying. Charles Dickens, Dombey and Son, 1848 I will call it The Chronicle of Rachel. It will be written simply, simplistically, with the cadence of the King James Version, the story of Rachel Morrow as told by her acolyte and apostle, Mary Hope. I can hear Rachel laughing at that, a gentle, comprehending laugh with a hint of cynicism in it, but no bitterness. I think of Rachel's laughter as I put my back to the sea, and with the cautious pace dictated by age and arthritis, I make my way east across the beach toward the bank. It's forty feet high here, with salal and clumps of mimulus clinging to its striated layers of earth and clay and the cobbled ledges of buried beaches. I'd never be able to climb that slope if it weren't for the path that winds up through the ravine cut by the sticks. Not the river sticks, the small, stubborn creek sticks. I pause at the foot of the path, my cane and moccasin boots sinking into the snowy, dry sand where the tide hasn't reached since winter. The air is weighted with dew, and on this April day the early morning sun shines clear as white wine on the blue-green face of the Pacific, makes rainbows in the spin drift arching off the breakers, but it will be half a day before the sun reaches this spot. At my knee, Shadow stands panting from her sprints along the edges of the waves. Black and white and russet fur, sea wet, long nose pointed into the wind. The family thinks I call her Shadow because she is so often beside me. But in fact, I named her for her ancestor, the first Shadow whose ancestors were bred to herd sheep in the Shetland Islands, a place so hopelessly far away now that I'll never know if anyone, anything, still lives there.